Welcome to G-Pod News Gaming's podcast. I'm Michael Roberts. It is Friday, February 15th, 2019, the day after Valentine's Day. Woohoo! Um I have a headache and I'm a little depressed. No, I'm just kidding. So if anyone else has a headache and is a little depressed, just know that other people apparently are too. Anyways, we're doing a later uh, show today. It is 3.13 p.m. here in Southern California. Um, It rained so hard yesterday that all the plans of going out kind of stopped. Because there's a big river running down the street. Um, it is kind of, uh, overcast today, and, uh, it hasn't rained yet, but there might be rain in the forecast for, I believe, tomorrow here in Southern California. Um, but if you're not here, I mean, I guess it's good to know the weather. (laughs) I don't really know. Um, anyways, on this episode, I answer two of the questions. In fact, these two questions actually came... From the um, from our phone uh, service, I guess you can call it our phone hotline. I don't know. Uh, can someone tell me the legal term for? I guess the phone hotline. Oh, the question and answer line. That's what they're telling me to use. The question and answer line. Um, anyways, we have two questions for you that I attempt to answer. I've not read them yet and/or thought about this. And then we're going to discuss, now if I fuck up his name, I'm so sorry, Jesse Smollett, who is the Empire star, who was allegedly attacked in Chicago, which our GAAQ um, radio uh, friends are from, Um, so attack may have been staged. Um, I'm going to talk about that, and I put a big question mark on overstage because, of course, we'll we'll get into that later. Anyways, if you have any questions for me before I start reading our questions, you can call us at 714-610-7128, extension 4, ask your questions, leave your name in your uh, city or your state if you want to. You don't have to do that. It's totally anonymous. I'm not going to actually uh, give, you know, broadcast the recording, but I will broadcast your uh, question. Um, so uh, if you do want to send in questions other ways, of course, you can contact me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. And that's all the at sign at Gay Men's Podcast. Or email me, Mike, at GameInsPodcast.com. Um, we're getting two other websites ready because our, we have, do have uh, other partners. Um, so I'll give that information at a later time. I'm trying to make it easier for you. And if you guys feel, you know, down or depressed, you can always give me a call if I'm in office. Or you can talk to one of our um, office staff and, you know, we can get you a counselor. Or if you don't want a counselor and just want to vent... Hey, I love hearing gossip, and I love, you know, venting too. So if you want to vent to me, you can go ahead and call me at 714-610-7128, extension 6. No text messages on that number. Um, If you want to text message, uh, maybe we'll figure something out. Can Can we do text messages on this line? 
They're telling me no. Um, we'll try to get a, a, a some kind of way to have you guys text message. I do have a Mel Trunk cell phone that I use for my other business. Maybe we can like convert that into like the hey, if you want to call Mel Trunk or just text us, then we'll figure something out. Anyways, let's get into these questions. So the first question is from anonymous, like actually. Um, it says, I have been FWB with a man for a long time. I'm guessing he means fuck with buds. Um, we go out and, of course, have great nights together. And sometimes we have good dates. How do I tell him I want to be exclusive with him? Hmm, good question. Um, sit down and talk. I mean, that's the easiest way to do it. I mean, just ask. Hey, dude. Like, what do you feel more than just fuck with buds? If he says no, he says no. And if you feel that, you know, you can't handle it, just leave. Um, it's not being selfish. Just say, hey, dude, I can't do this anymore. Um, I have other feelings for you now, and I just can't do it. So just be honest. Be upfront. I think that's the easiest way to deal with that situation. Um, who knows, he might even feel the same way, like, oh, hey, you know, we are hanging out more together, we do, we have go gone on dates, so why are we still FWB? We should be exclusive. You never know what the other person thinks unless you ask them. So, yeah, dude, I would just, uh, say, you know what, sit down, ask him, don't make it uncomfortable. When you guys are driving down the street or whatever you guys are doing, if you guys are just chilling, hey, dude, you know, you want to... Uh, make this exclusive. If he says no, he says no. If he says yes, oh, he says yes. If he wants to talk about it, he'll talk about it. Just, you know, try to make it as comfortable as possible. Um, the next question comes from Jose P. from New Mexico. It says, me and my boyfriend are at the point where his family invited us over for dinner. I am kind of scared because they are an African-American family. Hmm... I feel like I don't know if I can do it. Am I being wrong? I mean, I love him, but it just seems like too much pressure. My question is, is it too much pressure just to meet his family? Or is it because he has an African-American family? Um, let me tell you my story. I actually dated a couple of different races. Uh, African-American, Latino, of course, and Filipino. Um white guys you know, all across the board basically um after me and i've met their families and honestly i think the most open and friendly families to meet are african-american families and latino families um why i think when I, you know, uh, again, I'm a cultural anthropologist, so I study cultures. I think the Latin community and the African-American community are more about showing feelings. So they're more open. I don't know. Um, I've never had a problem. In fact, uh, the guy that I dated, who's African-American, his dad, <laughs> his mom, and his sisters still want me to come over for dinner sometimes and this was like this is a good 11 12 years ago um they're just really friendly so i don't know um honestly my 
point is is that are you scared because they're African American? If you are, don't be. I mean, that's I mean, there should be no difference on their race. In fact, if anything, they're more open and friendly. Let me tell you, you're going to sit there and they're going to rip on your boyfriend and you're going to be laughing so hard that you're going to be like falling on the ground like honestly like they'll be just making fun of him and you know yada 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 so i want to be scared about that um everyone's kind of scared about meeting their uh their uh hubby's uh um you know family but honestly again i'm gonna go by my word and by my experience you know african-american and latino families seem to be more I don't know. I think they're just more open and loving than any other culture. Um, white families and, of course, Filipino families, there's kind of like a rule kind of thing. Like, you have to be prim and proper when you're eating at the table. And, you know, uh, I think they're more held back on their feelings, whether they're outside or inside. Um, African-American families, I think they don't care when they're inside their house. They're open. Latino families, the same way. You know, when they're in their house, you know, they're very comfortable with hugging and telling stories and just goofing off <laughs> until mom gets involved and smacks someone. But that's always funny, too. So I want to be I want to be scared because they're an African-American family. I think that's kind of um, that's that's kind of ignorant. But I mean. I don't know. I don't know your background. So, again, if that's the only reason, don't be scared at all. I think it would be better for them to be an African-American family instead of, like, a, a white family. Um, my family's pretty, you know, I'm I'm Caucasian, Polish heritage. Um, but, um, you know, my family, when that you meet my family my family's kind of like hippies though so excuse my family but my my family is hippies and i know that my mom listens to the show so she's probably gonna laugh or get mad at me but that's okay my family's hippies so the only rule that we have in my household is you have to at least take one shot if you cannot handle your alcohol it's probably not a good time to meet my parents <laughs> no i'm just kidding they're really cool um but uh, I noticed that, you know, white families are very, you know, uh, subdued and, you know, prim and proper and they don't talk about a lot of things, you know, oh, how's your day? They don't get into, you know, questioning things. I don't know if they're, you know, it's kind of like they're like shrugging you off, but really that's just how they are. Um, Filipino families, of course, they're religious. You need to pray with them. Um, they will answer ask questions you know usually uh it is kind of a formal you know you have to be prim and proper and not say curse words and stuff like that but african-american families and latino families they're religious too but they don't you know bring that to the table so again i'm not that religious just because my my career choice so they still didn't seem very you know they were very open to me very friendly um, again, that guy that I dated, I mean, I dated him for maybe six months and then I, I got tired of it. But again, I still hear from his family all the time. In fact, they're one of my Facebook friends. So again, my advice to you is don't worry about it just because they're African American. If anything, you should be worrying about it because you're meeting your significant other's family. There's always that 
you know, that scare tactic, but, um, you know, show up, I mean, they invited you over, right, it says, his family invited us over for dinner, yeah, they invited you over, dude, that, I mean, if anything, you should be honored, so, just go, have fun, um, if your boyfriend doesn't want to go, drag him along, because it's always good to, to hear, like, real stories about, uh, about your boyfriend, you know, the, I don't know, um, but yeah, that's my deal, is, you know, just, just go ahead and go, it won't be that bad, I promise, anyways, when we return, we'll be talking about Jesse Smollett's, uh, the Empire Star attack, may have been staged, um, and I'll try to make it as fast as possible, but I don't want this to be more than 30 minutes, so I will be right back, guys. Welcome back to G-Pod News, Gay Men's Podcast. I'm Michael Roberts. So, we're going to actually touch on this story. I know that we, I, I actually did a written article um, on GayMen'sPodcast.com. Um, I think it's under the, like, <clears throat> breaking news articles or whatever. Woohoo! I'm number one because it got airtime on a website. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, um... So, I touched on this on a GAAQ radio a couple weeks back, um, and, you know, I was talking to those guys, and, you know, I kind of, uh, I'll talk about that later. Let's just start with this story. So, this all happened yesterday, Valentine's Day. Um, let's back up to the actual events, which was on January 29th, um, which, uh, the Empire Star, uh, told police he had, quote, been attacked at 2 a.m. that morning by two white men who yelled racial and homophobic slurs, put a rope around his neck, and doused him in a substance. Right now, we know it's bleach. Um, They also yelled, Mega Country. So it doesn't say that they were wearing mega hats. It just says that they're yelling Mega Country. Um, Two days ago, the star appeared in an interview to try to state his case because most people actually thought it was, still think that it's a hoax. Um, yesterday, uh, and this is when we get into the, the more, you know, um, uh, the more recent um, review or, uh, articles, is multiple news organizations stated that police believe um, Jesse Smollett's attack was staged. Um, after those news reports kind of got out, um, the Chicago police, which is, uh, local police contacted multiple news organizations to have the news organizations withdraw the alleged, uh, staging report. Um, they officially came out with a, uh, tweet saying media reports about the empire incident being a hoax are unconfirmed by case detectives at this time. So again, it's unconfirmed by case detectives at this time. Um, and then the, the original media outlet, which I'm not going to say names on here because I don't want to get in too much trouble. But the original um, media outlet said that they had sources that, you know, confirmed that this was a hoax. Um, now it's coming out that uh, the two individuals 
you know, from the 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 webcam or the cam, which the media's cam or the cam that was posted on news reports isn't apparently the only camera that's seen the incident. But uh, two gentlemen were identified and are being questioned as of right now, and apparently at or at least one of those individuals was a did a, a little uh, you know was an extra on Empire. So that's what's been happening right now. So again, I've been I've been getting questions all this all the time. So what does this all mean? Um, okay, so as of now, police are still investigating after identifying the two men in the video. So uh, they are also in, uh, interviewing Jesse. The department has not made a statement on whether or not the case may be a hoax or if Jesse has anything to do with it if it is a hoax. So again, so we have to be civil, intelligent individuals, okay? So at this time, I mean, there is the police who are doing the investigation would know more than some newscaster. Um, And let me tell you... Um, again, you can use your own right mind, but you can't say that something's factual if you're just, you know, have an opinion on it. Um, anyways, what I'm going at is that this case is so, I think it's going to be more of a, uh, political case than it is going to be anything else. Why? Because we're going to have two separate sides that are going to have different viewpoints that have no evidence whatsoever posting evidence that they think, you know, posting fake evidence or saying that they have correspondence or, you know, uh, contacts that say this and that or whatever, making them the, you know, general audience or the public sway their opinion left or right. I say left or right. I'm not talking about, you know, Democrat or Republican. I'm talking about, yes, he did it. Yes. Or no, he didn't. Um, so, and this goes back to when I did the, you know, the, 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 uh, radio show on GAQ radio. Um, I was asked, you know, what do I think? And anthropologic, uh, uh, anthropologically, um, when I've reviewed the, the videos anyways, and when I seen the pictures of him when he just got out of the hospital, I did not see any potential scarring or any signs of trauma or bruising from the video of him the day he was released from the hospital. There was a small cut on his right side of his face, and that seemed to be the only wound found on the star after the attack. Now usually, and by reviewing the surveillance video played by multiple news organizations, um, you know, that would make a person of reasonable intelligence suggest more visible facial wounds or bruising should be visible because it does look like he got hit in the face a couple times. Um, but does that mean that this attack was a hoax? I'm not going to speculate. I can't speculate. Late. Again, I can only use, you know, what uh, educational sources I have. And honestly, you know, just the bruising, there is the lack of bruising. But that doesn't mean it wasn't was a hoax. I mean, honestly, the actor could have been very, very lucky. So, and we, we you know, we look back on other, you know, hate crime, crime cases, against, especially against, you know, uh, homosexuals and, you know, uh, um, racial uh, discrimination cases. 
the, you know, the victim is usually really, really badly hurt, if not pronounced dead at the scene. I mean, there's so many cases with them being pronounced dead at the scene, it's terrible. Um, uh, and especially since there was two attackers, you know, I don't care how big you are, I don't care how strong you think you are, you know, once you're on the ground, you know, and you're being hit, um, putting a noose around your head, you know, you're going to have defensive wounds on your hands and, you know, probably on your face, uh, there will be redness, um, you know, uh, rope burns or something. There has to be some other evidence. I didn't see that in the thing. It doesn't mean that it wasn't there. It just means that I didn't see it. So at this time, again, I can't speculate. Um, we know that, you know, peep stars create gossip so that they're back in the limelight. Did he have to do that? I don't think he did. But again, I can't spec. I don't personally know the guy. So I'm going to wait until these uh, investigators finish their uh, investigation um, to, you know, uh, come up with a conclusion. Um, again, it's already been reported that, I think I turned up the microphone, my bad. Um, it's already been reported that uh, the two individuals that are questioned from the videotape, one at least was, you know, a um, fill-in or co-star or something um, for the show. So, Again, um, if you're voting for him or, you know, rooting for him or rooting against him, you know, just use your own judgment. Um, at this time, again, I can't speculate both ways. I mean, it's just very odd that, you know, nothing else happened, especially when you see the videotape. It's very odd. Now, does that mean that he's in with the hoax? No, it could be that, you know, he still was a victim. But the other two individuals that were doing it, you know, were hoaxing him. So he, they weren't actually attacking him. You know, it was more like uh, they weren't using, you know, um, they weren't being very aggressive when they're attacking him. Who knows why? And that, that could be a reason too. So, you know, he could not, he still could be, you know, a victim. Um, and then these other two guys that were, you know, there could have created the host, uh, the hoax. So again, we don't really know the story. There's so many vul uh, variables that could happen at any time. So again, so when you're watching the news, um, you know, when you get factual statements like, uh, you know, there's a lot of bot, and I'm gonna use this. And I'm gonna get, you know. Uh, hurt for using this but that's okay um please body body cam videos are videos that were created and released before police body cam videos were were done let's say about a situation i'm not talking about a police shooting um show you know only one side usually those videos are shortened and edited and more times than not when those actual, the real videos are released in full, you see the correct story. So, again, it's your job. You know, we're all intelligent. We're all human. Let's use facts. Let's uh, look at what we see and come up with our own conclusion instead of, you know, oh, hey, I need to fit in with this other conclusion. I think that's what's wrong with this society is we're true to, uh, to and to, um, come, uh, you know, agreeing with, you know, someone that we likes story instead of the actual facts. 
Um, so yeah, so again about this 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 uh, this uh, news um, that it is a hoax. It's really it hasn't been confirmed by Chicago PD, I believe. Yeah, Chicago PD. They have not confirmed that it was a hoax. They have not denied that it is a hoax. They're still doing their investigation. He's still under investigation. There is two individuals that are under investigation. One is confirmed to be on the show as a side star or whatever. Um, so that's about it for this uh, this case. I'm still I'm still waiting. We will see what happens in the next couple weeks when police decide to you know release uh, um, you know whatever whatever they want to release to uh, the news agencies. So yeah, so don't get disappointed now. It might be a hoax. It might not be a hoax. He might be involved. He might not be involved. Honestly, let's just, you know, I'm just saying, hey, it could have been worse. We see all these cases of, you know, um, uh, homosexuals being, you know, not only homosexuals, let's say the LGBTQ community because they're not all homosexuals. Um, but, uh, the LGBTQ community, um, you know, being, uh, jumped or harassed and you see most, you know, six times out of 10, let's say that, you know, something goes down and either those individuals are, you know, in the hospital for months and months because, you know, they got so badly beaten or they're, you know, pronounced dead at the scene, which is the worst thing. So let's, instead of you know, focusing our efforts to, I don't know, what could we do to re- reduce that? I think what we need to do is we need to come together, not only people that are homosexual or in the LGBTQ community, but friends of the LGBTQ community, to try to get our society over the taboo, taboo of homosexuality. Um, there is a lot of people in the church and I just seen a photo a couple days ago of a, uh, I think it was a pride run and they ran right in front of a church and the, the, the church elders, you know, there was, you know, actual priests and nuns in their little gowns with the little hats that were showing, you know, uh, holding up, you know, God loves you signs. That's perfect. That's that's good. That church seems to know what they're doing. They're not judging. They're not doing stuff like that. So I think what we need to do as a community is first stop fighting ourselves and start, you know, showing, you know, uh, the community that, hey, we're not just a whole bunch of people that sleep with the same sex or whatever. We're not just about sex. We're about, you know... Uh, being loving, being community, all that stuff. We do want to help each other. You don't have to be a part of the LGBTQ community. If you like us, hey, we're going to help you out too. That's, you know, you're a friend of the LGBTQ community. I think we need a new organization called Friends of LGBTQ Community. Because those individuals, those straight individuals, are going to have an easier time convincing the the straight individuals that want to put us into camps that they shouldn't do that. I think that's the best way because you can't fight, you know, individuals that do think down on us. They're going to always think down of, down on us and they're never going to listen to one of us. 
So if we do have one of those friends, you know, they're going to relate um, a little bit better than, you know, one of us is. And it sucks that that's how it is, but it is. This news article kind of turned into something else. But again, it's about this attack. It's it, 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 There are still attacks going on. You know, um, our goal is just to, you know, come. We're, we live in the United States. This shouldn't be an issue. This really shouldn't be an issue. Um, but it is. So I'm going to end on that because this is actually getting longer than I hoped it would be. I know I, pr- I promised you guys an episode today and I gave you guys an episode today. Woohoo! Um, but anyways, let's just stop on this fact. Let's wait to see what the case has to, you know, come out with. Uh, no judgments yet. Um, you know, just use your, 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 your head, your intelligence and stuff like that before you, you know, go and say, oh, hey, it's a hoax or oh, hey, it's not. Let's not fight any battles that we don't have to fight because... Again, that's what the investigative team has to do. They have to come up with a conclusion. So, um, anyways, that's going to be this episode. Again, it's Friday, February 15th, 2019. I'm Michael Roberts. You're listening to G-Pod News Game Ends Podcast. You guys have a great Friday, a great weekend. If you're in Southern California, it's going to rain this weekend. So if you're going to clubs or anything like that, make sure you bring in umbrella at least. I know you want to be skimpy, but at least you don't want to be wet. Or do you? Anyways, have a good Friday, guys. Bye.